the city of Oro Valley, Arizona. So this is just north of Tucson, uh, right along I-10. Uh, city position going to pay anywhere from $100,000 to $125,000. Look at the number of watches we had from our newscast just two short weeks ago. Over a 1,000 people watched Westfield Fluid Controls plans to establish a manufacturing facility in Lafayette, Louisiana. I just want to let everyone know that the Rural Relief Small Business Grants for businesses in rural communities will open again on Friday, September 18th. When you get a downhill or uphill line, the key is you have to match your shoulders to that slope. Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. Here is Alex Metzger. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to tonight's Your Next Move segment of the newscast. As always, we got a handful of economic development opportunities around the nation to discuss with you today. So hopefully you'll have some interest, get your resumes in, and apply and land some of these jobs out there. And we're going to start today in Arizona, one of my favorite states, the city of Oro Valley, Arizona. So this is just north of Tucson, uh, right along I-10. Uh, city position going to pay anywhere from 100 to 125 thousand dollars still got a couple of weeks this job uh, another 14 days to apply so you have some time to think about it but reach out to l cedar at orovalleyaz.gov if you'd like some more information over in Georgia, in the northern Georgia area, up in the mountains in the lake area, Murray County IDA, so this is Chatsworth, Georgia, is hunting a president and CEO. Again, the Murray County IDA. Chasing Group is doing this search, so reach out to them directly at thechasinggroup.com for more information. And in Texas, Longview, Texas, Wayne Mansfield, our good friend down there, is looking for a director of BR&E and workforce development. So an existing industry job uh, right in between Shreveport and Dallas is where Longview, Texas is located. So reach out directly to Wayne if you'd like to apply or just discuss it with him. His email address is wayne at longviewusa.com. And in Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma, the third largest city in Oklahoma, is still looking for a president CEO. Now, again, this is over a million dollar a year budget right where the University of Oklahoma is on I-35. So they have reopened the search. So if you happen to apply the first time, they're only wanting new applicants. Waverly Partners is doing the search. So reach out to Norman at waverly-partners.com. Again, they have reopened the search in Oklahoma. And last but not least, we're going to head up to Michigan, Pontiac, Michigan. This is Oakland County. So Oakland County, huge in the Detroit metro area, probably over a million, 1.2 million people in this county. They're going to be looking for a director of economic development. So they're going to report directly to the deputy county executive, going to pay $150,000 to $180,000. So a very, very good paying economic development job up there in Michigan. Go to govhrjobs.com if you'd like to apply. I want to thank you all for tuning in this week to our newscast. We'll be back in a couple weeks. As always, if you have any questions, you can go to any of these web addresses that we've put up on the screen or reach out to our team. We'll be sure and put you up with the right people. See you all in a couple weeks. Welcome to this week's Current Affairs segment. My name is Chad Chancellor. I'm the co-founder of Next Move Group, and the current affairs within Next Move Group 
It's pretty strong. This week we signed three new clients, one over in Texas, one in Alabama, and one up in Kentucky. And what I like to look at are analytics that can kind of predict our future. And when I look at our current analytics, look at this YouTube video. Look at the number of watches we had from our newscast just two short weeks ago. Over a 1,000 people watched that newscast. So chances are if you're watching this one, you watch that one. So thank you. Our subscribers are up. When I look at our podcast listens and subscribers, all of those are up. When I look at our deal flow funnel, all of those are up. And so we continue to grow. And I just can't thank you enough. Our site selection business is growing right now. We have more clients in that funnel than we've had in a while. Executive search business continues to grow. Signed two of them this week. Our movement list continues to grow. We have not had a single person yet that joined the movement. So we got a monthly deal where you can get all of our content. So far, we're betting 100% of people renewing monthly movement memberships. We've lost a couple who got new jobs through our efforts. And so as they got new jobs, their past organization dropped it. But uh, that's the only, only folks we've lost whatsoever within our movement monthly membership. So we're so tickled with that. And we're so tickled that we continue to grow. Speaking of the movement, next week we got a video that can help nearly every one of you watching this. And it's the top 14 mistakes people make that you need to avoid after you're offered a job. So many people think about it. We have teachings about how to get a job interviewing resumes and all this but a lot of people make mistakes once they are offered a job there are some cardinal sins that i see people make i've seen people had offers pulled from them i've seen people go on and take the job and then folks in town resent them because how they handle the negotiations so this is something that really i would say 25 to 30 percent of people we deal with make mistakes after they're off for the job, between getting off for the job and signing the employment agreement, folks make mistakes. So we've got video coming out next week for you teaching on that subject. I can't help but this time of the year to think about 9-11, which of course was on Friday. And as we see uh, police officers being under attack, really, from a media standpoint across the country, I just can't help but remember on 9-11, Remember how those police officers run into that building? I can't remember how many we lost on that day. But do you also remember the spirit of the American folks coming together? And I don't know, the two or three months after that, I lived in Lafayette, Louisiana when that happened. And I can remember seeing flags flown everywhere. Folks would fly flags on the back of their trucks. American folks really came together. And as 9-11 was this week, what hit me? What hit me as I was thinking about it? Every year I like to think about that. I was in New York just before that happened. So I actually, uh, I think more of it maybe than some folks might because I, I physically was there just before that happened. And what I always think about are those cops and those firemen running into that building that ended up falling down. And this year, this year, as we thought about 9-11, that's what hit me was the cops that ran into that building, the families who lost those folks, men, women, didn't matter if they were white, black, didn't matter. They ran into that building to save, help the other Americans, and those buildings came down. And I just think now, 19 years later, 19 years later, there is a war in some media aspects against cops not all media not all media but there is a war from some media against cops and as 9-11 came and went this year i just couldn't help but think about those cops that ran into that building ran into that building and never came out 
As we wind down my segment tonight, we've got another hurricane pointer to New Orleans. Hurricane Sally looks to come to New Orleans Tuesday. So right now it looks to be a minor one, but might can cause a lot of flooding. Supposed to really slow down. Flooding's our big concern anyway. So say a little prayer for us as it pertains to Hurricane Sally, not only for New Orleans, but for all the Gulf Coast area. Our golf tip this week comes from Tom Watson. Of course, he won five British Opens, and the reason he won so many British Opens is he can handle the elements. He was really good in wind and strange lies and whatnot. And so most people, when they practice golf, they just go out to the driving range, and they're always practicing from a flat lie. Well, once you get on that course, how many flat lies do you really have? Now, down here in New Orleans, everything's flat, so we have a lot of flat lies. But most of you watching this, you may play on a golf course that has some hills to it, has some slopes to it. Well, if all you do is practice off the driving range, a flat lie all the time, you may not can handle a lie where the ball's uphill or downhill or whatnot. Well, Tom Watson was great at handling all those different lies. That's why he won so many British Opens. And his tip was this. When you get a downhill or uphill lie, the key is you have to match your shoulders to that slope. You have to make it the same level as that slope. So on a normal lie, if you're standing there like this, see so how my shoulders are level? On an uphill lie, what you want to do is get your your shoulders at the same angle as that heel. That's going to help you go ahead and hit your ball with a normal swing plane. What most people do, yeah, their foot will be up, but they lean into it and get their shoulders square like they do in the range, and they'll stick the ball. They'll stick the club right into that heel. Same thing if it's downhill. What you want to do in your setup, get your shoulders matching that slope you're going to hit the ball a whole lot better. So don't just, if you really want to play good golf, don't just hit shots off the flat driving range all day because you get on that course, you're going to have a whole lot of lines that aren't flat. Match your shoulders to the angle of that hill, and you're going to hit some good shots. Hello, this is Brandon Nettles. In this week's Rounding the Bases segment, I'll be detailing new industrial announcements from across America. To start us off this week, Westfield Fluid Controls plans to establish a manufacturing facility in Lafayette, Louisiana. Fit USA is going to invest $25.6 million to locate their USHQ in Mooresville, North Carolina, and that's going to create 144 new jobs. Vicksburg Forest Products is going to invest $40 million to expand their lumber mill operations in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Milwaukee Tool plans to establish a new tool service hub in Greenwood, Indiana, and that's going to create over 450 new jobs. Momentive Performance Materials, uh, they make silicone products. They're going to invest $15 million to expand their facility in Waterford, New York. Navistar Defense is going to invest $8 million to upgrade a production facility in West Point, Mississippi. And they're going to increase their workforce by adding 500 new jobs by 2024. Lineage Logistics plans to invest $34 million to expand operations in North Charleston, South Carolina. Deluxe Corporation is investing more than $10 million to establish a new complex in Sandy Springs, Georgia. General Atomics Electromagnetic Systems is going to invest $39.5 million to increase its manufacturing capacity in Shannon, Mississippi. Ball Corporation, they're an uh, aluminum producer. They plan to retrofit a building into an aluminum beverage packaging plant in Luzerne County, Pennsylvania, and this is going to create 230 new jobs. Hudsonville Ice Cream, uh, they started construction on a 35 million cold storage distribution complex at their HQ in Holland, Michigan. 
Forward Air Corporations plans to expand its uh, facility in Groveport, Ohio. The company is going to invest $31.8 million and create 50 new jobs. Carvana is going to invest $23 million to expand their operations by building a new facility in Lorain County, Ohio, and they plan to hire 400 new employees. Thermo Fisher Scientific Incorporated, uh, they opened a new 40 million facility in Lenexa, Kansas. Finally, Agricultural Technology Campus, they plan to establish a state-of-the-art agricultural technology campus in Hampton County, South Carolina. This is a 314 million investment and is expected to create over 1,500 new jobs over the next five years. And that will round us out for this week. Contact us if you have any announcement that you'd like us to feature, and I'll see you in a couple weeks. Hey guys, it's Gabby Molise here, and welcome to this week's Learning Lab segment. In this week's Learning Lab segment, I'm going to go over a few different grant programs that are available to small businesses who were impacted by COVID-19 across the country. In our last segment, I mentioned LISC's Rural Relief Small Business Grant Program. I just want to let everyone know that the Rural Relief Small Business Grants for businesses in rural communities will open again on Friday, September 18th. Just a refresher on this nationwide grant program, it provides relief to small businesses and rural communities. The $25 million program is administered through the Local Initiative Support Corporation, LISC, which is the nation's largest community development organization. LISC is offering $5,000 to $20,000 grants aimed at helping rural-based small businesses. Grant funds can be used for businesses operating expenses that were not reimbursed through another federal grant program and include wraparound technical assistance. You can learn more about that at LISC.org slash COVID-19. So next is for our Illinois viewers. According to the Illinois Department of Commerce website, Illinois recently deployed $5.3 million in downstate small business stabilization grants to over 257 businesses and spanning to 78 downstate communities. This program called Downstate Bus Small Business Stabilization Program was created to help small businesses downstate and in rural areas that were heavily impacted by COVID-19. It's still open to applicants and you can learn more about it if you search Illinois and Downstate Small Business Stabilization. It's located on the Illinois Department of Commerce website. So the last one is for our Nevada viewers. This grant program is called the County Small Business Grant Program and it was created by the Nevada Association of Counties. It is now open and available for small businesses who were impacted due to COVID-19 and it's available for eight counties in Nevada and the application period closes on October 6th. So you can learn more about that on nvnaco.org slash program slash small business stabilization grant program. So that's all for this week and until next time.